Hey guys, welcome back to Brentwood Barbell Radio. This is episode 34, uh, and today we are going to talk about something um, that's kind of interesting. We figured this out over uh, lots and lots of trial and error, um, <clears throat> and what we're going to talk about today is why we try to keep training cycles or microcycles, if you will, short for athletes. Um, the alternative would be like the traditional 12-week sort of program, right? Um, where maybe month one you do sets of eight, month two you do sets of five, and then month three you do sets of three and you finish with like a, a one rep or something or maybe a three rep. But that's like 12 straight weeks of this, you know, single-minded idea, this, this quote plan. Um, and what we try to do at the gym is take a, uh, a shorter approach. So that's what we want to talk about today. How's it going, Alex? Going great. Um, all right, so let's just let's just get right into it. Um, I don't think this will be a super long chat today, but let's just get into this idea. Um, why do you think it's really useful? And I guess let's put this into context. Who do we coach? We coach people that are a beginners. Um, they either have not ever really trained before uh, with uh, you know kind of the primary we call them primary barbell exercises. Uh, so they have not probably done that, or if they do have some experience, it's probably more like a, I just kind of went in on Monday and did like bench and biceps and whatever I felt like doing that Monday is whatever I did. And then maybe I'd squat on Tuesday and then I'd do arms on Wednesday or, you know, whatever, something, something like that. And it's not necessarily that that's wrong or bad. Um, it's just a little less maybe structured or intentional than we would kind of put them on. So, so. Uh, most of the folks coming in do not have this huge sort of base of training. So it's important to, to know that. Um, and then I guess the second piece of that that goes right in line with that is that we are mostly working with like general population folks. Mm -hmm. uh, they're probably 35 to 55 most of the time. They probably have one to three kids. They probably work full time. <clears throat> they have some sort of job that demands things of them other than just being at their job. Right, so they're responsible for projects, uh, deadlines, stuff. Um, they're, you know, probably married. Uh, you know, if not, then they're probably in a relationship. Uh, they might be in school, but they got all this stuff going on. Training is not like their full-time hobby. Um, does that sound fair or accurate, Alex? Hundred oh, percent. Even the coaches. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, this, yeah, this applies to us too. So, um, <clears throat> so that's that's important to note. Um, because we are not working with an athlete that we get to like feed them, house them, <laughs> mandate when they go to bed. Uh, we don't get to control all of these inputs that quite honestly um, impact outcomes or outputs. Uh, and we just don't have a whole lot of authority over that. I mean, of course we talk to people about getting decent sleep. Uh, we talk to them about eating a reasonable amount of protein. Uh, we talk to them about eating enough to actually get stronger and build muscle. Uh, sometimes we talk to them about eating more effectively to lose body fat. Um, so we have all those conversations, but at the end of the day, uh, it's really in their lap, so to speak. And, uh, and a lot of that stuff is just not like this single top priority for the day, right? So they're trying to fit that stuff in as best they can with all this other shit, basically. So... Um, so knowing all of that, what we have tried to do at the gym is try to keep training cycles, um, 
uh, as short as possible. So I guess what we need to do probably now is probably define a training cycle. What do we mean by training cycle? And then of course we can get into like, what do we mean by short? So if you had to define a training cycle, Alex, what would you, how would you define that? Yeah. So training cycle, and it can vary. It's not like a concrete definition or anything, but a training cycle is just going to be a period of time to where we can, um, a lot, pretty much training towards a goal. So we work in 90 or 90 day, uh, like their term cycles for goals. And so we can meet with an athlete every 90 days. That's how we determine what type of training program they're going to be on. And that we figure out these cycles within this program to fit their needs based off that goal review. So, and the training cycle, it can be three days, four days, two days, whatever a week just depends on the athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like what I kind of like there about that is it's a period of time where we're going to focus on a thing. Yep. So, you know, we break down goals, uh, get stronger, get bigger, get leaner, whatever, uh, you know, fix my jacked up back, whatever it is. We kind of think about that idea in 90 day increments. Uh, and sometimes people have goals that take multiple 90 day increments, uh, for example, somebody's like, oh, I want to lose 100 pounds. That's not going to happen in 90 days. Right. So they're going to need multiple 90-day uh, inputs or increments in which we're going to work on that goal. And ideally, we would make little positive steps along the way each 90-day period. Um, so for training, what we have found is that if we write up a 90-day program, uh, which is 12 weeks, and that is a single, continuous 12 weeks, Week 11 is relative to week one. We have found that that does not work very well, right? Um, <clears throat> for our folks, and again, you have to go back to who we're working with. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think for a couple of reasons. The first obvious reason is that, like I said, most of our people are beginners. So um, their ability to perform on any, in, on any given day is really going up pretty rapidly, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, you know, if you're a whether you're an RPE person or a linear progression person or somewhere in between, uh, you know, a new person's going to be making progress, uh, you know, like probably almost session to session. Yeah. Um, you know, that might slow down towards the end of, uh, uh, you know, that 90 day period, but um, they can get better very quickly. And so we try to acknowledge that and, and try to work off of more recent data in their training rather than saying, well, uh, on your intro program, we tested you and you squatted 115 pounds. So we're going to write a 12 week program based off of 115 pounds as a one rep max. Right. That is a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and if you, if you go to a gym and you're new and they do that to you, leave that gym because it's garbage. You should be squatting 120 pounds three days later. Yeah. Uh, maybe a week later at the most, but um, that's not a good idea um, because your, your ability to uh, display a higher level of performance is getting better very quickly. Um, and we kind of just take that idea and kind of keep that in, in everything that we do with a person. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's very challenging to absolutely and correctly always predict you can go up 2.5 pounds every third workout or every fifth workout, that's kind of made up, right, to some extent. Right. But we do know that 
conceptually the idea is valid. Yeah. Right. We do know that you can make progress often. Exactly how much and exactly when is a little bit gray, yeah. uh, especially the longer you have trained. Um, but but it's a useful idea to keep in mind when you're programming for new folks, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the first thing. Would you do you have anything to add to that, Alex? Uh, no, I mean I think that the ninety days is important. To I mean we've talked about this on so many podcasts, but having the goal. Because, I mean, like you said earlier, walking into the gym aimlessly, kind of like, all right, well, I feel like doing chest today, and I feel like doing some bicep curls. And yeah, that, I mean, that's how I started out. But I also was, Same. you know, sixth, seventh grade, whenever I first started out, I just walked in the gym, and that sure. big guy's doing curls. I'm going to do curls. <laughs> um, right. But I never got stronger, necessarily. I mean, I got stronger because I was a young kid. But, um, you know, we need to, especially being a busy everyday person average joe having that plan in place is so important because we can sit down at our 90 days and see and we'll kind of talk about this a little bit later too but you know like it seems like after three weeks you kind of start to dwindle off or after four weeks you start to dwindle off and which happens which is why we're talking about this now um we can say, all right, well, we're going to run three cycles within this 12-week gap while we're working on this goal. Um, it just gives us a unit of measurement and allows for better consistency because typically whenever somebody sees some sort of change within like cycle to cycle every three to four weeks, they tend to get a little bit more excited again. <laughs> And yeah, it's a, sure. a sign of progress and the sign of, uh, you know, oh, my consistency paid off. And so, you know, it becomes more of a, I'm going to really try to make it into the gym three days a week. You know, this, I just finished the cycle. I ended on a good note. I'm going to start the cycle strong. And so I, we'll, we'll kind of dive more into it in a little bit. But yeah, I just think that, yeah. that breaking it up into one bigger picture of like 90 days, 12 weeks or whatever is pretty important. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, at the gym, we talk a lot about bright spots. Uh, you know, what are some things that went well this week? Well, part of that conversation can and should be like, oh, I hit a two pound PR, a five pound PR, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like to, to see progress on the bar, um, you know, let's just use the squat. If I've been squatting two to three times a week and putting out a good effort and showing up and being consistent, it's important that I see a reward or a return on that somewhat frequently, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, the, the easiest way to think about this is if you could either train for 10 weeks and set a 50-pound PR or set a 5-pound PR every week for 10 weeks, the vast majority of people would do better if they set the 5-pound PR every week, Yeah, right? Because it's like it, it gives them something to shoot for the next week. It's like psychologically pretty useful mm -hmm. um i think it takes a very uh a very introverted very in their own head type of person to be able to do something and delay gratification for 12 weeks yeah. um and it's not wrong or bad it's just i don't think how the vast majority of people work i think they need something sooner to reinforce their efforts yeah um right it's like 
motivation and success work side by side rather than I can be motivated for 10 years and then finally see success. That is possible. There are mm -hmm. people that can do that. But a lot of people need a little bit of success, which will then fuel a little bit more motivation, which will then give them hopefully a little bit more success. And it's like this sort of back right. and forth. And so training in a way that you know, facilitates that or takes advantage of that psychological sort of information, I think is tends to be more enjoyable on the, uh, from the part of the client. 100%. <clears throat> um, I mean, ideally, on some level, you started lifting weights to lift bigger weights. Yeah. Uh, not everybody is, you know, has a specific, I want to squat X. I don't necessarily mean it like that, but we all equate more weight on the bar to some level of like, I'm getting better at this. Yeah. Like I was squatting 75 pounds for three sets of five on day one. And on day 90, I'm squatting 125 for three sets of five. Yep. Like I've gotten better at squatting. Yep. Like, and I think most people are going to find that appealing. Right. Right. And so I think that that is a very big reason why keeping training cycles shorter um, is a good idea if you can do that. Um, right. And so, you know, I don't necessarily want to wait three months to know whether or not my squat has gotten better. Um, and if I can see improvement in a week or three or four, then I would rather do that. Yeah. And, and, you know, based on who we work with and the conversations we have, we have found that most people would answer that question similarly. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a big reason. Um, one, so just to kind of bring this back, one, you, if you can demonstrate progress faster, you know, in a shorter time frame, that's probably useful. And then, you know, a little side note on that is psychologically setting those regular PRs or you know, um, progress reports or whatever you want to call them, uh, is probably going to help keep you motivated to keep showing up and keep training and keep putting in a good effort. So I think those two ideas work really hand in hand. Um, the last thing I think that's relevant to this conversation is, um, you know, going back to who we coach, uh, I don't know the last time somebody in our gym strung together 90 days of training without missing a workout. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I mean, we have a few, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm just saying it's probably less than 5%. Oh, for sure. You know, uh, certainly less than 10%. So people miss training. Uh, you know, if they're training at 5.30 a.m., sometimes people oversleep. Um, you know, or they go out on a Tuesday or, you know, whatever. Um, that stuff happens when you're working with the general population. And so the likelihood that somebody's going to line up, you know, four sessions a week for 12 weeks the likelihood that someone's going to go on a 48 workout run without a miss is like, I mean, I just don't see it. Yeah. Right. And so, so, you know, the problem then becomes well, like, well, coach it's week seven and I missed half of last week. What do I do? Well, that probably is going to significantly impact weeks yeah. seven through 12. <laughs> yeah. Right. Starting over. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like, what's the answer there? Well, I don't know the, the best answer. Yeah. You've got a couple of options. One, you can try to just get through it and hope it works out. Uh, more likely, you're probably just going to start over. Yeah. Which sucks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or trying to grind through weights that you predicted seven weeks earlier that you're going to be able to hit based right. on excellent attendance is now obviously uh, unlikely. Yep. So that's a crappy situation versus let's take the same guy and he's doing three-week cycles. 
and he just completed his second three-week cycle, but week seven, he's in the toilet. Uh, maybe, he, uh, maybe he got the flu, and he's like, Coach, I missed all of last week. What do I do? Well, we're just going to start a new three-week cycle. Yeah. Right? Um, if we had four three-week cycles written up, which would be 12 weeks, well, we're either just going to go back a, a three-week cycle or we're just going to continue into the next three-week cycle. Um, because they're not so, the way that we do it, they're not so intimately related that missing a week is going to derail all of your progress. Right. And right? it's also so, just like that whole, like the restarting. I mean, I've done that before running programs where, you know, it's in theory, the perfect program, 12 week program. And then I miss a day or whatever. And then I'm like, man, I got to start over or whatever. Like, well, right. It's what do so you do? demotivating, you know, it's, it's it just sucks. like, I, I just need to hop on a different program. Like that's like immediately what my thinking goes to this way. Then it's so much easier just to digest. You're like, I'm just continuing on, but I'm just restarting this three weeks. You know, big yeah. scheme of things. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's not a big deal. So the way that we like to do this a couple of ways at the gym, uh, and I guess from a, if you have any programming experience, it looks there's kind of a couple of versions. It looks a lot like a heavy light medium mm -hmm. kind of setup. Um, if, if a person's training like a three day, um, if they're training four days a week, it looks a lot like a uh, kind of a conjugate or maybe even somewhere between a Texas method four day and a conjugate. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we will use, you know, some RPE stuff in there as well, but like that's structurally, that's what they end up looking like most of the time. There's some sort of like, we talked about this last week, there's usually some period of training devoted to like heavy stuff. Uh, you, you can call it a max effort day or an intensity day, but there's something like where I want to kind of show that I'm getting stronger. And then there's another day in the program, like let's stay with the squat. Uh, if I'm going to do a volume squatting on Tuesday, which might look somewhere between like uh, 15 to 25 reps of squatting, mm -hmm. uh, that's my quote volume day or my quote dynamic effort day, whatever term you like. And then maybe on Friday, I'm going to do my intensity day or my max effort day where I'm going to try to hit a new PR. And there's lots of little things along the way that we might uh, use. Uh, we can change exercises. We can change reps. We can, do, we can do all kinds of stuff to make that structure last a really long time. And part of the beauty in that is that both of those sort of program designs fit very neatly into a three-week structure. Yeah. Uh, and so really the longest training cycle that we will do, single training cycle, is a three-week cycle. Yeah. Now we may stack up multiple three-week cycles for sure, but it always gives us a, if we had to quote reset, the most we ever go back is three weeks, yep. right? Versus, oh, it's week eight, I'm gonna start my whole freaking 12-week program over again. Uh, that's a bummer. Right. Um, and so we really like the flexibility that that three week cycle gives us, uh, with our clients who have a lot of other stuff going on. Um, you know, and then of course we get to work in all the other little programming adjustments that help make that fit even more effectively in my opinion. Yeah. Do you have anything that you'd like to th like throw into that? I mean, I think that's kind of covering it. I mean, you know, in theory, yeah, you can write up the perfect 12 week program, but you got to show up every single day. And that's just not a hundred percent realistic. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, maybe before whenever I was in college or whatatever, I probably would have been like, Oh, anybody, it's 12 weeks. You can do that. 
you know, I was yeah. doing 12 weeks for six days a week, you know, like that's just how well, it was. I, but now real life other, is here. <laughs> the, well, and the other idea there too is, you know, a 12 week programming is, is typically some sort of like block style design. Um, so block one might focus on like hypertrophy block two mm-hmm. might be like strength and then block three might be power or peaking. That's, you know, very traditional linear style periodization uh, and that's fine it's it's it works it's useful it, there's lots of stuff there but again it's all based on the assumption that you're not going to miss a workout for 12 weeks or right. 16 weeks some of these programs are <clears throat> even 16 weeks and th- that's just very unlikely and so what we do is we try to program all of it at the same time so you're going to be doing strength work you're going to be doing like quote power work or like high intensity work you're going to be doing hypertrophy you know, whether that's with dumbbells or accessory training or, you know, there's going to be, right. all of it's going to be present <clears throat> at all times. Yeah. Right. And that just works better for our people who are a more likely to miss and B, quite frankly, they're not so good that they won't benefit from that for a long, long time. Right. Like a long time. I mean, we're probably not going to have anyone at the gym that ever really like legitimately needs a 16 week highly developed, very complex yeah. training program. It's just probably never going to happen for us. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of value in keeping things as simple as they can while still being as effective as needed, yep. if that makes sense. Yep. So, uh, I think, you got anything else? I think that's about it. No, I mean, that's, this is exactly how all of us train to the coaches. We don't, we're not on the side running our own 12, 16 week program. We, we yeah. work in these three to four week cycles. We're, we're all busy people too. So yeah, I mean, it's not, a, I mean, I missed a session last week. Yep. What am I going to do? Yep. Well, I'm just going to get right back into it. Yep. So, um, yeah, so, well, cool. Hopefully, um, you guys are training with us. If you're not training with us, hopefully then the next best thing is training at a gym that, um, acknowledges these realities uh, and that way they are programming for you in a way that's useful and helpful um if you guys have any questions about this stuff hit us up on facebook or instagram happy to answer more questions uh and we'll be back next week uh thanks a lot for tuning in uh, we'll talk to you soon later see you